the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I believe it was a week ago today that I sat in this very seat here in the Answer Studios for the Bruce Hooley Show. Middle of the afternoon as I... uh, Spoke with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management as we were getting ready to start the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. And I look up on the television and what do I see? But Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther at the podium speaking at the White House. And I thought, hmm, what is Andy Ginther doing at the White House? What is he trying to get for the city of Columbus? And I don't know if it really had anything to do with it, but... Maybe it's just coincidental that yesterday Andrew Ginther was at the podium again, not at the White House, but here in town, talking about crime. And he had worked himself into his proper tone of voice and his uh, proper degree of outrage, although not specifically, of course, blaming anyone who might vote for him or any part of the city where people come from who overwhelmingly vote for him. And he was talking about crime. And wouldn't you know, we have uh, a new threefold plan to get murders under control in Columbus, to get armed robbery under control in Columbus, to get violent assaults with weapons under control in the city of Columbus. And here's what we're going to do. It's, it's being hailed as innovative. It's being hailed as uh, transformative. It's being hailed as, of course, collaborative. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to spend a bunch more money. We're going to hire a few more attorneys. And we're going to share information. That's what we're going to do. I didn't see anything about uh, hiring more actual police officers or empowering them to target gangs. I didn't see anything about establishing stiffer penalties for kids who escalate their crimes with repeated offenses. Didn't see anything about that, but uh, let's go through the transformative actions that the mayor hailed yesterday. Shall we? Um, They were joined at this press conference, the mayor, Zach Klein, his law director, other city officials, by Steve Deltenbach, the director of the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms arm of the federal government, and by Kenneth Parker, a U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Ohio. They're going to spend $5 million more, and uh, we're going to... (laughs) Uh, well, first of all, let me let me uh, read you what the mayor said. This is our top priority. I told you he said he was in the right frame of mind. 
And we believe the federal government plays a critically important role in helping to make sure this community and communities around the country are safer and healthier. Okay, he believes that. Do you believe that? Do you believe the federal government plays a critically important role in helping to make sure that Central Ohio and the communities around Central Ohio are safer and healthier? What do we have to go on in that regard? Uh, what kind of job has the federal government done in making our community safer? Uh, do we have fewer fentanyl pills on the street? Uh, do we have fewer people coming across the southern border who might be sent here to participate in gang activity? I don't think that the federal government has proven itself capable in what could be a critically important role to help make us safer. So the mayor and I uh, depart on that. But, but, we're told by uh, Assistant Chief Lashana Potts, the lady who told us after a teenager was gunned down outside a park on the near east side that our parks were overwhelmingly safe, that Lashana Potts, uh, she is hailing, as is the mayor, as is everyone who's at this press conference and all singing from the same songbook, the fact that uh, the ATF is going to expand the use of firearm and ballistics evidence for tracking and prosecuting gun crimes by employing the National Integrated Ballistic Information Network, NIBIN, and creating a regional gun crime intelligence center. Now, Lashana Potts says, this gives us focus where we can share information, not work in silos, and have information ready at our fingertips. Don't don't we already do that? Like, shouldn't we be doing that? Like, are we just now getting around to that? What what prompted us just getting around to the fact where we're going to start sharing information? I was always under the impression that law enforcement agencies worked hand in hand. Like, if there was a shooting, uh, you would have access to that ballistic evidence if you wanted it. Hey, your crime there looks a little bit like our crime here. Could we see the ballistic report? kind of gun was used under my impression that was not territorial but i guess we need we here we need a new committee that's what we need we got a new committee that we're spending millions on i wonder where the millions are coming from oh right us that's where it's coming from uh well here's lashana potts saying something that will certainly get everybody in the suburbs on board with her plan Oh, hold on a second. I have people talking on my computer before I get to Assistant Chief Potts. All right, here's the chief. Everybody will be on board once they hear this. Once they commit a crime in Columbus, they don't just stop at Columbus. They go into Hillier, Westerville, and the neighboring communities. Mm. Well, we don't want that, do we? We like our safe suburbs. We want them to stay safe. I got news for you, Chief Potts. That's already happening. I talk to police in various suburbs, and they already say that the car thefts are spreading into their communities, that the robberies are spreading into their communities. Now, one of the more um, inventive reasons given by Mayor Ginther yesterday for uh, the fact that they seized last year in Columbus, I think it was over 3,000, yes, 3,300 illegal firearms, averaging about nine a day. 
An illegal firearm is one for which the person who has it does not have a license to have it. So Andrew Ginther said that one of the things that happens is that people don't secure their firearms when they go, like they put them in their car because when you go to the mall, when you go to the theater, when you go to the school, when you go to like our radio station, there's a little sign out front that, of course, no criminal would ever violate that says you're not allowed to carry a gun (laughs) into that place. So people put the gun in their car, under their seat, in the trunk, whatever, and then Teenage ne'er-do-wells go to these places because they know that's where people hang out. That's where victims, potential victims, hang out. And then they break into your car because they're either going to steal it, if it's a Hyundai or a Kia, or they just figure, hmm, mall here at Polaris, nice place. Mall here at Tuttle, nice place. Let's break in. Let's steal a gun. Then they steal the gun. And the mayor said that that's your fault because you don't secure the gun. I have a better idea. How about if you let people carry everywhere? How about if you let them carry into the mall? How about if you let them carry into the restaurant? How about if the if the criminals knew that everybody was carrying or could be carrying? Would that have as much of an impact as spending $5 million or hiring two new attorneys or coming up with a new committee? I think it would. But, you know, I'm just a conservative talk show host. What do I know? Here's what I know. I know that Andrew Ginther is not being genuine when he says this about his commitment to uh, getting this problem resolved. And, oh, by the way, Columbus is already making major positive strides toward getting this problem solved. In 2022, we saw some very positive results. Mm. In fact, violent crime, homicides, and other violent crime dropped by more here than any other big city in the country. But despite that 33% reduction, nearly 90% of the homicides that did occur involved the use of a firearm. The same was true the previous year as well. At the same time, we're confronting the disturbing connection between gun violence and our youth. Of the 12 homicides that have occurred this year, two were committed by 14-year-olds. Shocking. (sighs) Shocking. Totally unacceptable. This is a tragedy. Mm. And we all must do more to do better. Yes. Disrupt the status quo. Of course. See, he has got the pauses down. He's got the right tone down. How about that notation that uh, our violent crime in Columbus and murders dropped more than any other big city in the country? Wow, it sounds like it's doing a phenomenal job. You know what he didn't tell you there? That it dropped from a record level by an astronomical amount. It had a long way to drop because in 2021, we had 205 murders which was a record over and above the record total from 2020, which was 175. And we still had 140 murders in 2022, which was higher than any year from 2015 to 2019. So, yeah, we went way down because we were way up. Because we were way up. I had three amazing calls last night uh, with listeners, uh, which I'll tell you about a little bit later, but a couple of them. I just want want to tell you about one in particular now. I I had a really good time last night talking to Linda, talking to Jill, and talking to Dana. And I was talking to Dana, and I confessed to Dana that 
one of my concerns about how I do what I do, and I was praying about this this morning, is that I talk about a lot of things that I believe are wrong, and I believe they are wrong not because I'm using my own personal filter of right and wrong, but because I am I'm doing the best that I can in my power to evaluate things as to whether they are right or wrong by the standard of biblical truth. That's why I spend time most every morning. Sometimes I don't have enough time, but I need to take the time, but it's most every morning, probably six out of seven days. A lot of times it's... Anyway, and I read a chapter of Proverbs, and then I'll read the Psalms, or I'll read you know something from the Gospels, or something from Paul's letters, just to be pouring into my mind biblical truth. And then I pray that how I respond to news of the day and how I convey it to you is done in such a way that I portray God's view of things and do it so that I don't push people away from the gospel because it's a very um, it's a very uh, something tightrope I walk <laughs> that I'm trying to convey uh, a level of disapproval for things that are untrue, things that are bad for our culture, things that are bad for our kids, without pushing people away from what could heal the whole shooting match, which is the gospel of Christ. And so I was confessing to Dana last night that I don't know that I do that very well sometimes, and that I fear sometimes I don't do it very well. So when I'm talking about these quote-unquote solutions that they have to crime in the city of Columbus, I am skeptical at best, that spending $5 million more, coming up with a new plan for police agencies to talk to each other and share information, and hiring two more attorneys will do anything. It'll spend more money. It'll give them a reason to have a press conference. It'll insulate them from criticism for 14-year-old kids committing murders and being murdered for a little while until the next 14-year-old kid or the next time to, heaven forbid, from Andrew Ginther's perspective, do it in the same week. But the problems are much deeper and won't be solved by throwing more money at it, coming up with more committees, or hiring more attorneys. And I'm sometimes amazed just how disconnected the Democratic Party and its allies are from outing themselves for their own ineptitude. Let me read you a quote from Lashana Potts, the assistant police chief, yesterday. She said, people don't know how easy it is for our groups and gangs. Oh, my goodness, she mentioned gangs. You're going to get docked for that, Lashana. Gangs? Gangs exist in Columbus? Yeah, we don't dare say gangs, Lashana. Here's her quote. People don't know how easy it is for our groups and gangs to go around to the malls, to places they know we congregate, where we don't take our firearms, and then they are looking for those doors to open, those trucks to those trucks to open. I think she meant trunks. And that's where they are getting a lot of the weapons they are using in these crimes. You're the assistant chief of police. If you know this is a problem, why don't you stop it from being a problem? Why? <laughs> Why don't you police the mall parking lots more or places where people congregate or try surveillance? I bet $5 million buys a lot of surveillance. 
I bet it buys a lot of overtime for police to have a presence. You know, you ever notice this phenomenon? Crazy phenomenon. You're driving down the highway. You're going the speed limit. You're on cruise control. You're safely separated from the car ahead of you, which presumably is also on cruise control. Speed limit is 65 miles an hour. You're going 65. The car in front of you is going 65. And over to the left, you see what? A state trooper in the median. And what does the car ahead of you do? Even though they're going 65, and even though they set the cruise control at 65 miles an hour, and you know you're going 65 because you set the cruise control at 65 miles an hour, what does, what does that car do, and then what do you have to do reflexively simply because there's a police officer in your, sign of, in, in your line of sight? That's right. They hit the brakes, and then you hit the brakes. Why? Because the presence of a police officer forces us to evaluate what we're doing and make sure that we are complying with the law. Now, wouldn't it stand a reason if that phenomenon works on our highways that if you are somebody who is cruising around a mall parking lot and you were intent on breaking into cars and looking for whatever you can find, and maybe it's a gun, which then becomes illegal because you're not licensed to carry it, maybe the presence of police officers might make a difference. Sorry, I'm getting upset. I am amazed at the disconnect from... (laughs) Sanity? Is that a nice way of saying someone is stupid? The disconnect from sanity that is present in the administrative levels of the Columbus Police Department and in the mayor's office. And I'm brokenhearted to read the words of one of the relatives of the 14-year-old boy who is now under arrest for murdering a 15-year-old girl on New Year's Eve. Because here is what he says about the young man known as Mike Mike. He was an average kid. He was just a regular kid. This is Lloyd Jefferson talking. Mike Mike's grandfather. Jefferson says his teenage grandson is no stranger to the juvenile court system. Mm. And says his grandson's crimes accelerated when he became part of the Kia Boys, a juvenile car theft ring. Here's the quote from the grandfather of the kid now arrested for murder at age 14. He's stealing cars. That's what they're doing. That's how it started. Joyriding, having fun, and it elevates. Jefferson said his grandson's grandmother has custody of the teen, and for years she asked juvenile services to place him in detention. Begged them to keep him, Jefferson said. She said she couldn't handle him. He needs to be locked up. Or something worse is yet to come. Yeah, something worse was yet to come. A murder of a 15-year-old girl. And the end of his life, or very highly probably the chance for him having a normal life, a productive life. No $5 million expenditure on any other administrative nonsense is going to change that. Punishment for crimes is the only thing that will change that. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.